I don't I have some sound here? And in case you didn't hear. I'm going to start that over. There we go. All right. Okay, sometimes you have glitches when you do live, Kato. Yeah, it seems like that's an one for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Let's let Burl Ives take it away. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there'll be snow. Have a, have a cup of mission first coffee have is what I say, Kato. Sounds like plan. And when you walk down the street, say hello. All right, to ladies and gentlemen, you have tuned in to the Cato and Church podcast who are getting you, helping you get into the Christmas spirit. I'm ready for it, ain't you, Cato? Yes, sir, ready. So, uh, just want to let everybody know we were live here. We uh, are. Uh, we had a little glitch there right at the beginning, Cato. But like you said, that happens sometimes when you get when you're doing things live. But uh, just want to welcome everybody, whether you're listening later on your podcast platforms or whatever the case may be. We are so glad that you have tuned in to the Cato and Church podcast. We just love what we're doing. We want to do it to bring glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Cato, have you had a good week so far? So far, so good. Uh, Good, good. Well, uh, we are going to have a guest this evening, at least for a little bit of time, Uh, Cato. Matthew. uh, Looks like they're here. He's he's here. here. How you doing, Matthew? Doing great. How about yourself? We're doing well. You have, uh, I don't know, uh, you've got yourself into something is all I can tell you with being on this podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm ready for it. But uh, we uh, have, have told people the last few weeks we're going to have uh, y'all or you as a guest from Mission First Coffee. Uh, and we know if there's one thing that a lot of people do like, that is good coffee. And I found... Uh, Mission First Coffee off of a uh, off of a Facebook post somewhere that was talking about uh, like uh, small businesses, and you uh, you guys grabbed my attention. Now, Matthew, I'm going to tell you we are live and we are in my house, and I have a cat. So if you see me doing something like this, that means I'm trying to shoo this cat away from getting in the way here. So. You, like I said, you, you've, you've got yourself into something. But uh, I saw uh, where you guys have this business with Mission First Coffee. And uh, I thought, man, that might be a uh, – they, they may be uh, great to have as a guest on our podcast because I, I read about it a little bit. I saw what uh, you guys did and kind of what you stand for. And so I guess we're just going to uh, come right out of the gate swinging – Tell us who you are, a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get into the coffee business. There we go. Yeah. So my name is Matthew, uh, Matthew Mellinger. Uh, I have uh, a family of three with a fourth on the way. All right. Um, Yeah. So I have a two-year-old daughter and a son due here in February. Um, So exciting times. Things are busy. (laughs) Oh, I bet. Uh, Based in Phoenix. I was born and raised here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Went up uh did three years of uh missionary work at a trade school um based in Merida Island, Florida. Um been involved in missionary work starting when I was 13. I started going on mission trips 
um, short-term mission trips over the summer. Uh, I did that for uh, nine summers in a row from, mm -hmm. from when I was 13 um, till I was 21. So I uh, definitely have had a lot of uh, uh, humbling and, and um, awesome experiences around the world. Um, and yeah, I got started. Uh, I've been in the, the creative industry the past five, six years uh, and a lot of digital marketing, helping others out. And about a year ago, I uh, decided to jump into my own endeavor, which is Mission First Coffee. Well, what, uh, I mean, what, I, I guess, I, I guess we could call you a, a coffee connoisseur. I mean, if you're in it this deep, I mean, what, what was it about, uh, what was it about coffee that, that, why did you pick coffee? Yeah. So, so the, the, the actual, the dirty down low story is that I don't drink coffee that much, mm. which is, which is the funniest part. Um, my wife's a big coffee drinker. Um, I've, when I first got into this business, um, it actually kind of fell into my lap. I was looking at starting a business and was looking at uh, creating an online. I had experience in e-commerce and marketing. And so I was looking at creating a platform, helping e-commerce businesses and a gentleman from my church who had been roasting uh, for about 15 years was roasting for himself, uh, used to roast for Black Rifle, used to roast for some some big companies. Um, and he's like, I hate the whole business marketing, front end customer experience, customer support. I was like, oh, I love that. But I know that I can't. So we kind of just uh, teamed up together. Um, he has access to a commercial roaster here in Arizona. And so it just worked out that it was coffee and it was a it was a steep learning curve again because i was like i was as bad as ignorant as you could could to like begin with and i was like crash coursing everything and i just fell headlong into it um definitely come a long way in a year uh being immersed in it uh, having to study it having to obviously rely on our expert roaster alexander to help my uh ignorance in some parts but definitely um loving it uh, enjoying creating a, a business um that is Lord willing, creating uh, revenue to do good in this world, um, to have an impact with the gospel and to just uh, have, I mean, freedom for our family to be able to do a lot of uh, cool things with missionary work. Well, that's awesome. So am I, am, I, am I right to assume that your parents, you're a missionary kid. I mean, if you're 13 doing mission work. So, so actually I, I was not, my parents hmm. met on a short-term mission trip, which um, hindsight 2020, I like, I definitely am thankful that my parents allowed me to go, uh, definitely changed my life. But like now looking, would I send my 13 year old overseas with uh, an organization? I don't know. It, that would be hard for me. So I'm thankful my parents. So I, I actually went on my first trip kind of. Uh oh, it would say uh, kind of nominally um, where I went to church, but didn't really have a, um, uh, faith that I would describe as to be alive and active. Right. Um, and so through these trips, um, humbling me and through a lot of uh, work, um, <laughs> the uh, Holy Spirit working in me um, kind of helped break that down. And so, yeah, so I actually not MK. Um, my parents went on a trip and met on a trip with the same organization that I went with. So that helped, obviously. But um, yeah, so not an MK. Well, well, that's awesome. I, and one thing too, that, uh, that I saw when I was reading about, uh, about your business there is that you do, uh, give, uh, 
some of the proceeds, some of what you make, some of what you sell, and I believe I got this correct, to Heart Cry Missionary Society. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. And that, of course, being Paul Washer's uh, and and Cato and myself, if you want to use this term, or Paul Washer fans, if you want to, you know, just we really yeah. we, we like him being the preacher of the gospel that he is. Um, and so what, what, uh, what was it that made you, you decide, Hey, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to give some of the proceeds, whatever we make here to, to, to them. And, you know, and what, what laid that on your heart to do that? Yeah. So I'm always up for a challenge. I think that's the first thing. Um, I have a, a history in a lot of, uh, online businesses where the profit margins are really high because the only Thing that you're paying for a software um, and getting into a physical good was a learning curve that I don't think I was quite expecting. Uh, obviously coffee, you have production, shipping costs, um, a lot of, a lot of expenses that I'm not used to. And so my margins were a lot lower. And one of the cool things that we decided to do at the beginning was a lot of times when people will say, Hey, we donate 10% of sales. What they actually mean is they're going to donate 10% of their their profit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that we do is we actually take off the top um, and gross revenue. So we take 10% of our gross revenue, 10% of the, every dollar that comes in, the first 10% goes out to uh, right now, heart cry uh, solely. Um, and so that, that leaves us at basically 90% starting off the bat. Um, and so we have to be um, creative in how um, we get to be profitable because obviously we don't want to create a, business that isn't profitable. We want to be profitable um, to use that money to, again, do more. But one of the things that knowing my nature is uh, there's always a tendency like, hey, I'm going to do good. Like I didn't want to create a business that I had intentions to do good with to help advance the gospel and missionary work. And then just say, well, my profits aren't there yet to donate. I can't do it yet. And just keep pushing it off. And so what I said is the first, I'm going to kind of make it a rule where it's built into my messaging. And so I can't uh, I can't get around that. And so it's kind of, uh, it was a behavior trick of myself just to force myself to, Hey, this is, this is what I built this business for. So let's make sure this happens first. Yeah. And then I have to figure out and be creative, um, on how to, to add to that on the, on the, the back end. Kind of so hold- let, let, let's, let's hear the background on how you became familiar with heart cry. I'm just, just curious. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I started going to, uh, Apologia Studios or Apologia Church, um, about four years ago. It's a Reformed Baptist church here, um, in Arizona. And, um, yeah, Paul Washer has just been someone that I've been listening to and watching on YouTube and things like that for probably the past four or five years. Um, I don't know when it was, but when I was creating the business, I was looking for organizations that, had kind of a couple key components. One had financial transparency um, because again, there's a lot of unfortunate, I wouldn't say shady things, but just things that aren't transparent when it comes to nonprofits. Um, two, um, over my experience of short-term missionary work and seeing the good and bad of short-term missionary work and seeing uh, my view um, on how missionary, uh, biblical missions and a biblical case for missions um, I have been growing more and more um, solidified in the camp of local indigenous church plants as the main source, as a, as opposed to parachurch um, 
organizations and things like that. And so with them focusing on local indigenous church planning and uh, grassroots efforts, um, it has aligned more and more with what I feel called to help support. Um, and so that was a second uh, criteria that really, um, and third, I, I would say I align uh, theologically and doctrinally with right. a lot of what they would teach. So those three things like narrowed it down to two or three organizations. And for simplicity, we started with, we solely are, are doing heart cry um, down the road. We may add one or two other um organizations that fit under that sponsorship but we've we've enjoyed our relationship with heart cry um they're an awesome group of guys over there um been able to hop on a couple calls with them and just um yeah it's just been a lot of fun so that's kind of how we ended up sticking with heart cry and then just for simplicity that's how we're going to keep it for a little while and i I was going to ask if you think and you kind of already answered if you think in the future they may be somebody or others that you hope to be able to to donate to as well so yeah and that's and and obviously like the goal is that's where the the announced money is coming from but then obviously the goal is to create a business that allows us to do even more behind the scenes um and obviously doing things that doesn't have to be talked about or announced but i i'm a strong believer in using capitalism for good um money is a a tool that just amplifies what's in your heart um and that it can be used to do a lot of good things in this world um and so that's kind of what our goal is in building a business well that's awesome man i mean you know and of course the scriptures i mean it covers it tells us how we are to use our money so Mm -hmm. and you know so i think you know i think you're doing an awesome awesome deal there uh with what you're doing i know you said you were part of uh apologia church Mm-hmm. And that's, is that the, Je- that's the Jeff Durbin. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Jeff I, Durbin. yeah yep. Him and James White, I believe yep. an elder there as yes. well. So I know those guys too, that is, is guys that I like to listen to and have learned a lot from as yeah, well pretty as good, pretty as, good company there. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hang around some pretty good people. I'm going to give you that. Yeah. It's nice that they're in our backyard. Uh, we have a lot of people that visit through and I actually, I, again, I, I lived in Arizona uh, my whole life and, and was never, never heard of them. And just was like, Hey, does anyone know of any solid reformed churches in Phoenix area? And they're like, are you serious? Like, yeah. Like one of the, one of the <laughs> more well-known ones is in your backyard. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. We're, we, uh, the cool thing is I'm also able to be involved with Apologia Studios and, and abortion now and, and a lot of our ministries from the digital marketing end as well. So. Oh yeah, I know they're they're big, of course, with the end abortion. Now I love I love that, and I love that the stance, of course, that Jeff and 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 your church as well uh, take on that. That's that's something uh, I just I really really appreciate that. Um, you know, I think that's pretty awesome. I know now yeah. as far as as uh, coffee. Now you have different kinds. You want to you want to talk about that just a little bit? I know that uh, I have we have some here that uh my yep. wife had or you sent us some and that's been a while back and of course we had planned to have you on uh maybe about a month or so ago and some things happened we wasn't able to do that uh but you had sent some and uh then my wife has ordered some she she got this here a while back it's the uh, mexican uh, medium dark blend but you have others so tell us a little bit about what you do have uh, because as i said you know there may be people listening to this that uh 
that of course love coffee and 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 then knowing what you guys do with some of your profit uh they may want to uh, of course be a part of this so just tell them a little bit about your coffee what kind you got yeah and that's one of the things that when we were creating the business so one of the things if you go to missionfirstcoffee.com you can just google search mission first coffee um one of the things that you'll notice is that we're right in in what we call the middle of the boat the boutique or the um the third wave uh, coffee level of pricing. And so our pricing is $23 a bag um, per bag. And then if you get two bags or more, it's free shipping. We have 10% off if you get a subscription. So the best deal kind of is, is buying two bags um, on a subscription. It's 40 bucks. So it's $20 a bag. Um, and some people are like, um, one of the guys that, that uh, works with me, um, he's not here right now, but he's used to Folgers, which is like five bucks for like a, 20 pound like exaggerating <laughs> but huge container but he he consumes it like it's 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 uh a daily coffee several cups yeah um, we have a lot more that that want to enjoy one of the things that we really work hard is is the quality and the freshness um in our coffee that you should be able to taste the difference if you don't for whatever reason like it uh it's money back no questions asked like we don't even we don't even ask if you don't like it um coffee is in some sense, subjective, uh, the roasting levels and different things. And so out of being here for eight months, we've had one person ask for a refund. Um, and so if you go onto our website, you can look at the reviews. A lot of people are saying, Hey, I threw out all my coffee from my cabinet. We want to be not just a Christian coffee company. We want to be a coffee company that that serves a product that glorifies God um, in, Uh, in the quality. So we don't want to take corners. So do you use Arabica beans? Um, so we have uh, different rotating seasonal beans. Um, so right now we have uh, a Mexican uh, and a Kenyan. Uh, we have a Kenyan light roast, a Mexican decaf, and then we have a Mexican uh, medium to dark roast. Uh, we're l- possibly looking at adding a darker roast. We have a lot of people asking for like a, a dark, like burnt Starbucks roast here. Um, <laughs> so we, we might be adding that here in the future. One of the cool things that a lot of people are surprised is when they actually try our decaf. Uh, we use the Swiss water decaffeination process, which instead of using chemicals to uh, decaffeinate the, the green, um, they use water with a filter. Um, so it's all natural and it actually tastes like coffee, not like chemicals. So hmm. um, a lot of people really like our decaf. If, if you like decaf, um, if you're more of an espresso kind of person, our, our Mexican medium roast um, is preferred. And if you're more of a drip or um, yeah, more of a drip, um, our light roast is the way to go. Um, and so everything is, is fresh. We, we try and keep um, our rotation, like our rotation um, within a week or two um, within the, the degassing period. And so, yep, we just want, when you open it up um, to smell the freshness, to taste the freshness, a lot of people don't realize the stuff you buy off the shelves is generally three to six months old. Um, right. And so when you get it one, one week old, um, you can taste the difference. And so people are, are shocked. Um, and that's why, again, we have the little bit of cost. I got a, I got a, maybe an odd question. Is there a certain type of, uh, I'm the only one in my house that drinks a wife, two girls. So I typically use the K cups, but, um, I will brew a pot every once in a while. Is there a certain brewer pot that you, 
you know, some people say that bun coffee maker, you know, a simple bun coffee maker is a good one. Is there, you have a recommendation on that that you prefer? Yeah. So one of my wife's most recent pickups that she loves, which it's, it's not a traditional pot of coffee, um, but it's called an AeroPress. Um, and so that allows you to make, if you want one pot of coffee or one, one cup of coffee, if you're one cup, uh, the AeroPress is a awesome cheap tool that you can get the ground. And it's basically this tube that you put the thing in, you put the hot water in and you, you push it down through and it goes straight into your cup. And she, she's been using that for her coffee recently. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's AeroPress, A-E-R-O press. And they're like, they're like 20, $30, but they're an awesome little contraption. They're easy to store for travel and stuff like that. If you guys travel a lot and stuff like that. Oh, okay. how, do you heat, how do you heat the water? Uh, that's the good question. Uh, <laughs> just that you, you would just uh, boil it. Just, on boil it. I yeah, got just you. boil it and you pour it right in. Okay. Now I have to ask, I know you said you, you weren't a big coffee drinker. Yeah. You said your wife was, but now I yes. have to ask you, are you a uh, straight black when you drink it? No, no. It's like, it's, it's almost not coffee. So if it, like I fill it up with caramel and milk <laughs> creamer and everything, and then like I put a, a, a drop of, a drop of coffee in there and mix it all around. Like, okay, I can take this. I'm a, I'm a big soda guy. Um, unfortunately it's, it's a habit I'm trying to reduce but <laughs> i've always grown up as as mountain dew as being my caffeination as opposed to coffee so <laughs> i know i i used to, and i've i i don't drink as much coffee probably as Cato does and i and i know i don't drink as much as my wife does but i usually do at least try to have a cup in the mornings when i'm eating my breakfast and uh or if i go out somewhere and we get breakfast or whatever i'll usually get some coffee and i used to be kind of like kind of like you i had to have the cream and I had to have the sugar, and um, so then finally I thought, well, let me let me try to let me try this. So I stopped I stopped putting cream in it, and I just had it black, and then would put some sugar in it, and that was that was good. And of course, my wife she wants me, of course, to do better, and uh, she's like, you need to just you need to start just drinking it black and and not putting that sugar in it. That'll help you. Just you know, don't don't add that sugar. And, uh, and I started doing that I, 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 and with your coffee, uh, I definitely do not mind drinking black and I'm not, I'm not just saying that cause you're here with us, but when you sent, when you sent me that coffee that, uh, that here a while back and then this, that my wife purchased, I mean it, it, and that's what I've got. I mean, that's what I got now. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm being honest. I can, I really like that coffee and I can drink it black and it's got a good taste to it. It's smooth. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not a coffee connoisseur like you, Cato, but I'm just telling <laughs> yeah. you, I can drink it and it's a good cup of coffee. And I know my wife, uh, she was a little bit, when we were talking a little bit ago, she was like, make sure you tell them how much I like that coffee. And, uh, and she does, she, she likes it. And, uh, and it's just a great, I mean, it is a great cup of coffee. And, and, and like I said, I'm not saying that just cause you're here with us tonight, but it is, it is good. And I would, I would challenge people. Look, man, look these guys up mission first coffee. Cause I mean, it really is good. But now is your wife, is she straight black or is she, she going to put something in it? Uh, it depends. She can drink it straight black. Um, just, yeah, it depends on the day. Um, <laughs> but she definitely has much more of a palate for it. 
Um, and especially again, like you said, our coffee, um, she's been able to definitely have an easier time drinking it black. That's probably one of our, our most repeated compliments is how wow. smooth uh, the coffee is black. And a lot of people in, in our reviews are like, I don't drink coffee at all, but like I can drink this black. So yeah, like Cato said, uh, smooth is the word people like to use when it when it's referring to our our medium roast. Well, I, know, I, I do know, I do know a few people that you know talk about the Starbucks burnt. I, I, I don't I don't get that. I, you know, I'm not going to go there anyway. But <laughs> but I do know that, and there there are some of the K cups cups I've tried just going black. But I just uh, you know, man, it's hard to hard to stomach them. Yeah, and one of the but, things a lot of people ask about the K cups is. You can actually buy our ground coffee, and they have refillable K cups. That right. like, I know several several of our subscribers will do that. They're like, "I'm just K cup." I said, "Go on Amazon." They're like eight bucks for the refillable K cups. They dump them in, and and that's what they use for their K cups. And they say even even with the K cups, they can taste the difference, which is okay. again a fun a fun little experiment. Cool. Well, like I said, I know my wife really likes it, and 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 I like it. And then, like I said. I just like it more knowing if of you guys wanting to help, you know, heart cry and uh, and just being, you know, a good Christian small business. I mean, you know, heck, that's what made the country small businesses. There we so, go. so I mean, you know, and I, I I appreciate what you guys uh, what you guys are doing. Now, you also, I mean, you got you got got your different kind of coffee. And people go to the website and they can see that they can order that. But you got some shirts. You sell some shirts mm -hmm. and things like that, right? Yeah, we've actually been flying through shirts recently. We did a little promotion, and we're like trying to keep shirts on us, the the shelf. So that's fun. Yeah, it's been great. We've definitely had a lot of recent support. A lot of people just like, like you guys. Just we can't say thanks enough to everyone. Just uh, word of mouth referrals and shouting out, and uh, we're growing, and we're hoping that we can have an impact for our mission, which is <laughs> mission verse. So that's kind right. of falls in there. Well, I know that uh, Kato and myself, we hadn't been doing the podcast real long, and so we don't. I'm not going to say we have a plethora of, of people that right now listen, but we do have some people that listen, and we're going to, you know, I'm going to do my part, of course, to try to to, to turn people your way uh, with Mission First Coffee because, like I said, I think it's, you know, number one, it's a Christian business, and I think Christians ought to support Christian businesses I do believe yeah. I do believe that, and uh, and of course too, you're getting a good product, and uh, and then of course uh, when you sell, part some of that goes to uh, a missionary society to to help get the gospel spread, and uh, of course we know we need that today uh, more Amen. than more than ever. So, and I just think it's I just think it's awesome. I just uh, like I said, I, I appreciate, and I, I want to be respectful of your time and. We'll let we'll let you go here, but I just uh, I just appreciate you coming on and being with us. And uh, you know, again, what's the website so people can jump on? Yeah, it is missionfirstcoffee.com, or you can just search us in any Bing, DuckDuckGo, Google Mission First Coffee, and they can and we of course, should be the number one. And they can go there. They can order. You guys will get it yep. there. And uh, and I'm telling you, people, I I. Pro I, I I, I would I would say this I would promise that if you give Mission First Coffee a shot, uh, I do not believe you'd be disappointed. I or you get your money back, no questions. Well, asked. exactly. It's, See it's there, as simple as that. And also, and it made me think too as well. I know uh, that uh, I think 
I'm on your mailing list or your emailing list. Uh, yep. And I and I think I've got this right. You guys, you'll send out uh, some things, uh, email, and uh, am I correct? You have uh, you guys, uh, and I, and I may have it confused with somebody else, but uh, if 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 people want you guys to pray for them, I mean, they can email. Am I correct? You, you have yep. something like that yet? Yeah. Yeah. We, we set that up early on, um, kind of built into our system that we request for prayer requests. If you have prayer requests, we'd love to pray for them. Um, so even if you're listening to this right now and you want prayer for something and you don't want to buy our coffee, shoot us an email. We'd love to pray for you. I think again, right. that's, something that we want to not just uh, sell to people. We want to build a community around this um, and we want to know people. We've got to meet a lot of people at, at some of the conferences we've been to. And we're, we're not trying to be a faceless brand. We're trying to know us and we want to know you. So yeah, we'd love to uh, pray for anything that you have. So, yeah. Oh man. Hey, I got one, one quick question before you get out of here. Yeah. Um, just kind of look at the website a little bit. The light roast, medium roast, and a decaf roast is what's on there right now. So caffeine content between the light and the medium, is there any difference in the caffeine content? Uh, it's negligible. Uh, so that's a common misconception that uh, I had to rely. I've done a, a little bit of study on that. I think uh, we either have an article about that um, or okay. we're working on an article. But there's it's so little that you wouldn't be able to tell a difference. But a lot of people have that that conception that hey if i get a light roast um or the darker the roast the more caffeination you burn off that's, that's not true. actually the case yeah okay okay that's so interesting get, yeah well matthew man we thank you for uh for uh stopping by with us and spending a few minutes with us man again we we're just uh we wanted to promote you a little bit just with what we're doing because we yeah. we hope that the lord will, will of course bless our podcast because we want to glorify him as well with what we do and uh, so we hope that hopefully sometime maybe in the future because of this, you'll have some more business and uh, people can be enjoying some good coffee, man. We just appreciate, uh, we just appreciate uh, what you, what you do and uh, man, just keep on keeping on, uh, man. And as I said, you're part of a great church with great pastors. That's just, that's awesome thing there. And, uh, but man, we appreciate what you do and uh, we thank you for doing that. Yeah, no. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been it's been a blast. I'm gonna. Uh, I what I'll do is I'll you can when I sign you off, you can go, and me and Cato's gonna hang out a little bit more. But again, man, thank you, Matthew, so much for for being a part of our podcast. It was our pleasure, and I mean that. I'm not just saying it. And thank you for coming on here and sharing what you do, man. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks, guys. Between on, I heard what he was saying about the decaf, but I'm always I've always kind of took that that uh, mode of drinking decaf is why you drink it. I mean. He, there's no caffeine in it. I mean, just really, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I drink, I mean, I enjoy, I do enjoy it in the morning time. I enjoy a good cup, but I, I can, I can do it both ways. You know, I can put some cream in it, and but I'm trying to get away from, cause I don't, I don't typically don't put sugar. I would put Splenda in mine, uh -huh. but I know the more I read, man, it's, it seems like that stuff. You're just putting chemicals in yourself and can't be good for you. Yeah. yeah, I hear that real real sugars more, you know, you know what I mean by this, more healthy than Splenda for you. That's what they say. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, it is. Like I said, I'm not. I didn't just say it because he was on there, but it is. It is really good stuff. It is. So what kind did? What kind? So you got the we got the uh, we got the uh, we got the Mexican medium dark blend. Uh, That's. I mean, Wendy likes that one better. mm -hmm. Yeah, she likes it. You did you try the light roast too, or you just just that one? I don't remember. I cannot. I don't remember what it the one he sent me when he first sent me some. But he it, talks about a subscription. Design. Well, I guess it's too late to ask now, but I guess that's like you get a new couple bags a month or yeah, something like that. I think yeah, I believe yeah. that's was the way he uh, he was talking about it. But it is good, and like I said, the main thing they give some of their give some of their profit to you know heart crime. We know that that's yeah. a good solid place to give it to. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so I mean, I was even thinking about it, man. I even got my coffee colored shirt on tonight. You do, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I look, look at, at you. I look at my yeah. cup of coffee here, and I I look at you, and I think, yeah, man, that's just long. <laughs> that's right. See Kato's face. So uh, nothing, well, nothing better than drinking your coffee and seeing Kato's face right there in the mug. I tell you, I know it. I, now, like I said, when we first got started, Kato, we uh, you in the Christmas spirit yet? Yeah, I'm always I'm, I'm ready for Christmas. Got the tree up. Uh, all we, that kind of stuff. Believe know, we, it or not, we don't even have that up yet. Yeah, I've we, got to do it Saturday. My oldest one, she's mad. Now, the last couple of years, we've we have we've gotten real trees. Mm-hmm. I just and man, you didn't I, do it this year. <laughs> no, wow. I just uh, it's expensive. You know, tell her to throw a few I mean, bucks in there and you get one. I've got. I mean, I got a perfectly good pre-lit plastic one I can put up. It mm-hmm. looks decent. Yeah. White lights or colored? No colored. All right. I do have, we do, we actually have two trees. Uh, one has been out in the garage for quite a while, so I'm not sure what we might find when we pull it out, but we've talked about getting it out and maybe for next year having it, but it's all white. Now it's, it's a pretty tree and it actually, it rotates, Uh huh. you know, but. The one we got up this year is the, it's just a smaller, but it's up, ready to go. Yeah, I'll probably get ours up uh, Saturday, and the father-in-law's put some lights up on the outside. He takes it upon himself to decorate our <laughs> outside for just a little bit. I mean, he never did ask me. He just done it. <laughs> All right. But, uh, but it looks nice there on the outside. We just got to get a little spirit in here. Mm. Yeah, we're uh, we're a little down this year. Our uh, our our neighbor passed away earlier this year, uh-huh. and uh, he was um, I mean, man, I'm telling you, all went all out for Christmas. Ah, oh. I mean, he start he started put he he over the years that every year we've been there, started in August, stringing lights. Mm. So I mean, you can imagine. I mean, it was a it was a production. I mean, people would they would come by. I mean, that was part of their they're going out on the town or whatever, going out to dinner. They're going to probably drive by real slow. Mm-hmm. I, I put some up one year and then and I realized, you know, when June came around and they were still up outside, <laughs> you know, I'm probably not going to be the person put, putting up lights, taking them down. Yeah, I start to say. A little bit of a task, you know, somebody of my stature. 
size up on a ladder. Yeah, that's probably not. Lights. Yeah, that's probably not the best idea. No, and and, and I was, say the least. And I was fixing to say, are you was you the type of person that just left them up year round? Are you that yeah, guy? Leave them up for a while, yeah. <laughs> and once you get to, once you get to June and they still up, ain't no use taking them. Down, I know you're just like, well, <laughs> we did leave a tree. We left a tree up for about seven or eight years uh, one time. in a row. Yeah. Wow. Sure did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just kind of in a, it was in a place where we didn't, you know, it was you come in the house, you'd see it, but it's like, well, well, we need to take it down for where it'll be Christmas before we know it. Oh, well, that's yeah, true. Time, time flies, you know. I mean, it, I mean, really, this year, I don't know how y'all feel, but I feel like this has been, to me, I feel like this has been the fastest year of my life. I mean, I know it's been, it's the same as it is every year, but it just seems like it has been a very fast year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's It's been quick. I mean, that's, I was talking to somebody today. I went in this uh, store and boy was in there and, we was talking about that a little bit, and he was talking about, and he was young. I mean, he was like eleventh grade young, and because uh, I asked him what grade he was mm-hmm. in, and uh, he uh, he was like, "Man, this has been a fast year." And I said, "Well, you've probably heard this, but I'm I'm gonna say it. You know, I'm gonna say, like they say, the older you get, the faster it goes." And that's, yeah, that's true. You know, no so, doubt about it. Hey, I mean, I wanted to ask you too. Go I ahead, Tina. If you if you kind of watched out for this or knew about it, but they had one of those rocket launches tonight, about six twelve, uh, SpaceX or whatever. Uh huh. No, I didn't I see. Didn't, didn't didn't know if y'all went outside because you can. I mean, you can actually see here where we are in Florence. You can actually see the, um, see the um, see it after it you know launches down there in Florida yeah. on a clear night, which it's clear tonight. It wasn't as bright. I've seen two of them so far. There's there was another one that I think had people in it. I don't think this one had anybody in it, but and it wasn't as bright. But it's pretty uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it, that thing you talk about something moving fast across the sky, and then the way they've got those uh, rocket boosters or whatever on there, mm-hmm. when they fall off, you know, they don't just fall into the ocean. Now the technology they've developed the rocket booster falls off and it, it goes back to this, a certain place. It lands on a, it's, it's yeah. amazing to me uh, how they do it now. Yeah. They updated it where it knows to go back to either the space field or somewhere where it can land just straight uh, up. Well, yeah. no, I didn't know anything about that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it is pretty neat to see it. I'm sure Bubba, I'm sure he probably oh, yeah, saw I'm sure it. Bubba saw it. Yeah. He's all about that stuff. Yeah. Our old friend Bubba. I'm sure he, he, he probably was looking out for that. Yeah, I saw them, and the, you know they had the moon uh, deal here within the last couple of weeks too, and uh, it happened at like four in the morning. You know, they call it uh, the Beaver Moon. I think they called it. Uh-huh. It was another one of those blood moons or whatever they call. But that, to me, that I've seen a couple of those happen to be up, and the you know the sky was right to be able to see it. Uh, that's a pretty interesting. I've yeah. seen, yeah, I've uh, seen, I've seen a couple of those too. It's it's pretty cool looking when the moon's orange. Well, you know, I, I, to kind of change gears just a minute, you know, a lot of times on here we like to tell people what day it is. It's a national something another day. Today's Thursday. Right. Every day. And so I just want to share a couple of them with you, Cato, today. Sure. National Mutt Day. You ever had an old mutt dog? Oh, yeah. That's about all I've ever had, to be honest. Really? I don't have any. I haven't had any dogs in a while, but most every dog I've ever had is – 
has been uh, of that species. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, na- National National Mutt Day. Also, uh, this is another one that caught my National Fritters Day. You like fritters? Apple fritters? Like apple fritters. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love apple fritters. Kind of like what you get at that uh, apple barn up there. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Pigeon yep. Forge with that apple butter lathered on there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, son. <laughs> son. Yeah, that's, that's some. <laughs> you get me excited now. Yeah. That's some good stuff oh. right there. I, I love, speaking of that, let's just hop on that subject just a minute, talking about the apple barn and the stuff they do up there in Pigeon Forge. Uh, yeah. I like them apple pies they serve. Mm. Yeah, and the little place in the middle there where yeah. they make the where you can go apple through them. Over. Yeah, where you can go in them little shops. They have them apple slushies too. I like those. Yep. I yeah. mean that that them apple pies are just some of the best. Um man, I and then I, in fritters, I know uh like I know Seth, he he likes them, young ones like them, and yeah. Wendy likes them, but them apple pies is where it's at for me. Oh my gosh, <laughs> those things are great. I'm telling you what, biting into one of them good and warm. Mm. And have a cup of, and, then, and I, I meant to tell Matthew this, and I forgot about it, but uh, speaking, you know, some people putting sugar in their coffee, and then I've kind of got out of that habit. But I was eating a, um, and I've heard people kind of say this before maybe, but uh, I was eating a, a cinnamon roll here right. the other weekend or something, and I had a cup of coffee. And I don't know if I've just never thought of it don't know if it just ever hit me but i was eating that cinnamon roll and uh you know if you have coffee with sugar in it and you're eating something like a cinnamon roll that's sweet and then you drink that coffee it's just a different taste yeah maybe not necessarily the best taste Mm -hmm. but i was eating that cinnamon roll and of course drinking coffee now without sugar in it and i took me to drink a coffee after eating that cinnamon some of that cinnamon roll and i was like my goodness, what a taste. Weird, a weird taste like, yeah. Well, it, well, I say weird, but it was a good, it was like it had sugar in it. Because huh. I liked it with sugar in it. But what I'm saying right. is eating that sweet and then getting a drink of that coffee and just, I mean, it was amazing. I don't know if anybody good else. Good combo. Is, yeah, it was, a, it was great. But, uh, so I'd like to, I'd like to now try me, you know, have me one of them fried apple pies and a good cup of joe. What about, yeah, what about a McDonald's apple pie? That'll work, too. You, I, I like those. That'll work, too. Yeah. But uh, one other national thing for today that caught my eye is today is the business of popping corn day. That's you. You a, pop, oh. you a popcorn eater? Yeah, I love popcorn. We got a, I got a popcorn machine on the on the truck. That's what I said. That's him. He's, he's an international yeah. popcorn guy. Yep. Says here, business of popping corn day is an annual holiday celebrated on December second to commemorate the invention of the first large-scale commercial oil popcorn popper by Charles Creters in eighteen eighty-five. Says, wow, did you know? It says, uh, did you know Creters almost gave up on the journey that kick-started his career first as a manufacturer of biscuits. Then, as a uh, painter, uh, all of which were critical in helping him invent the popcorn. He was a machinist, too, and, and a painter, and all of which were uh, critical in helping him invent the popcorn popper. Wow. So that's that's pretty if, neat. If, pop, if, pop, 
if popcorn's as good as it is, I like I'd like to try one of his biscuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to see what that tastes All like. Right. But, so it wasn't uh it wasn't Orville Redenbacher then. That's not no, <laughs> must not have been. The guy that invented the popcorn popper is old according to this is a Charles Creters. C-R-E-T-O-R-S. Eighteen and eighty five. That's during the old West times. I like good popcorn, you know. Can't afford it at a theater. Mm. But uh, yeah, I like theater popcorn. True. But theater popcorn is good. It yeah. is it is great. Uh, but uh, I, I know the kids here, they like popcorn, and I like good popcorn too, man. Yeah, you know, the, the kind that I make is like the movie theater popcorn, and uh, there's a secret, in uh, I guess the secret ingredient to me that makes it like is called Flavacol. It's in a, um, and you put that on there. I mean, it, my girls, man, they'll, they'll pour that on even after you've made the popcorn. I mean, they like it. I mean, it's, you don't want your blood pressure to grow up. I mean, it's it's, it's like it's salt, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. I know I like if I pop some around here and have me a little bag, sometimes I like to put uh, like Texas Pete hot sauce. Yeah. I'll pour just just pour that on it some or like some seasoned salt. Tony Sasher's. Uh, and pour some of that on there. Man, that's good. That's good eating right there. Now, my wife, she, as far as popcorn goes, we have – uh, you've seen the Hidden Valley Ranch. I'm sure you've seen the little packets that you can make the ranch mm-hmm. dip. Or, yeah. Or you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, at the Sam's Club, you can get a big bottle of that. And then my wife, if she pops popcorn, she puts that on there. Oh, the, the powder. I, oh, yeah. It, okay. I mean, we go, I'm, I'm serious. We go. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassing amount that we go through that that stuff. I mean, oh. If she pops popcorn, she's putting it on there. She don't even really like the movie theater type popcorn. She'd rather have that ranch on there. Uh huh. Wow. Which I mean, it's a little different taste. And if you like ranch, you well, like I, it, you know? I'd probably try it. I'd probably because I like. I love that. I love that kind of made up for the dip. Yeah. I, I like that. I love that. That's good. Put ranch on about anything. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I like to. I like good, good ranch dressing. You know, you go to some of these restaurants and. I don't know what kind it is where they get it, but just like sometimes they just have some of the best ranch dressing on a salad. I think usually it's the ones that make it themselves. Yeah, the better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that. Yeah, you, know, you can tell. You get some that's like the that's craft or something. You're mm-hmm. like, oh man! <laughs> I know it just <laughs> yeah, they make, make it bad. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, the ones that do it themselves is uh, is the good is the good stuff. Uh, I was trying to see if there was any. I think that was pretty much for the national. Anything caught my caught my attention. Uh, right. Course, there was a. Uh, I'll I'll share something with you. You might may not be aware of, and I know you're you're somebody that likes ventriloquist. Yeah. Um, uh, different ones. Funny funny people that do the ventriloquist. But 39 years ago, in 1982. A surgical team at the University of Utah Medical Center performed the first artificial heart implant. And the artificial heart was invented by a ventriloquist named uh, Paul Winchell. Oh. I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, that, that no, pretty... I didn't know that. I mean, we want people to get educated on this show. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't know that. Yeah. We'll we, we, we want people, I mean, all the information we give ain't useless. You know, right. I mean, we, we'll throw you something out there that you need, you know, 
So that might be something. That may be something somebody may need in a, in a trivia contest one day. Though, exactly. Right? They may be in a useless trivia contest, and they'll need to know that a ventriloquist uh, was the one that invented that. Yep. You know. So I mean, hey, hey. Also, you know, there's another variant out now. A COVID. You hear that? Saw that. That's something. And I, you know, I was thinking today. I saw a headline, and 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 you know, I'm not making light of anything. I'm not nothing like that, but. I saw the headline read something kind of like that uh, should be a booster shot pretty soon for the, I guess they pronounce it the Omicron, Omicron variant. And I'm thinking to myself, how can you have that that quickly? Hmm. I mean, you know, I'm no scientist. I'm no no doctor, anything like that. And I'm not trying to make you wonder. But I'm just thinking, how can you have one that quick if this is a new variant of it? I mean, I would think you would need to really study this. I, I don't know. It just gets me. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Well, the question I had is how, how in the world do they know that uh, well, the first two people that supposedly have this variant um, were both fully vaccinated already? Mm-hmm. How, you know, from what I understand, how do they know that that, that they had to had it? I mean, is there a test to determine, they, oh, they got it? Because, I, you know, back whenever everybody was talking about this Delta, I never remember anybody that got tested, them saying, well, yep, you got COVID and uh, you got the Delta variant. And yeah. I never remember any test, anybody saying they just said it was that strange. So I, I just, there's a lot of things I got questions about. I wonder. Oh, I know it. Uh, why, you know. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm overly skeptical to start with, but. Well, it's like we've said before, uh, Kato, it's hard for me to take serious anybody who wants to get up there and try to tell me about this virus. And it's hard for me to take serious that the same people that want to get up there and do that can't tell the difference between a man and a woman, boy and a girl. Right. And then when life begins, so I have a hard time. <laughs> but anyway, I just saw that day and thought it was. Very interesting that that here in just a while they're going to have a booster for that, and I'm just I you know like right. I said I ain't claiming to know it all, but I just think that it's kind of suspicious to I don't know I ain't trying to be no conspiracy theorist either, but I'm just and and this is something that kind of now this is something too that I I've kind of wondered and I was talking with somebody about it the other day. It's just you know you had you had COVID it started man it was just the hottest thing going, and then it was like people kind of got to the top of the hill and it started going down you know people you know and then the next thing you know man when that when that happened when it seemed like everything was kind of getting back to if you want to use the word normal all of a sudden now you got the delta variant and that got people yeah. all to pieces again and then that hopped on that and harped on it for i don't know how long and now thing you know things were kind of getting back I'm going to use the word normal or whatever. And then now all of a sudden, now you got this variant, you know, and, uh, I kind of agree with what somebody told me today, you know, and I, and I'm not listen. If you want the vaccine, that's fine. I got a problem with that. If that's what you want to do. Um, but they kind of, they, they made a good little point of, you know, you got to get through this stuff and get this, what, you know, like we said, calling that herd immunity, and, right. and and they were like, you know, listen, the, the vaccinated people are going to be the ones to get the rest of us sick. <laughs> and I thought, that makes a good point, you know. And yeah. uh, 
because we we won't ever get that, you know. But anyway, uh, so uh, we only got a few more weeks left in the year. You're just curious if you got anybody, uh, anybody uh, lined I, up special between now and the end of the year? Or? No, just you and me, uh, okay. and me, and you and me are, are it. Uh, I mean, I tend to think we're pretty special. Yeah, uh, but uh, but who knows? We may end up getting somebody. Uh, you never can tell. Yeah. I know people get busy this time of year. What about old uh, Warren? When's he gonna come back? To I, the don't show? Yeah, I don't know. Where's Warren at? I know. I, I sometimes I'll I'll reach out to him. He we're gonna have to get him back. We do no account to reach out back to you. That's some of it. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so what, uh, got any predictions on that? Uh, by the way, our uh, I don't remember what what was Chuck's prediction on that Clemson Carolina game. Twenty eight to seventeen. Twenty eight to seventeen. Clemson yep. the winner. Right there it is. <laughs> so they they scored thirty, but uh, hey, he was close on the points. But South Carolina uh, put well, up South Carolina put up this many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he he was off on that just to spell. He said the rooster laid an egg for the first time in a while ever, right? Yeah. They say. Yeah. yeah. That, that's it. So you got yeah. some. You got some games, of course, this weekend, some championship games, you know, conference games. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I tell you, you know, there's a lot of people, they, they, they're they thinking Georgia might run away with it, but I mean, you better not count saving out, buddy. Oh, no, you don't ever do that. that right now. No. Uh, of course, you, you got about all the, the, the coaching carousel going on, the guy from Notre Dame. Ain't that something? I, I thought. Bails out and. I mean, I guess that money talks. I mean, I can't. I don't did understand. You see the, did you see the list of the stuff that they that he got? I mean, it's it's like a ninety five million dollars over ten years. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, and it, that, if if they fire him, they got to pay him. Yeah, now, this is this is solely my opinion here, and I've watched him coach over the last several years. I don't think I don't think he's that great of a. Yeah, not worth that. Yeah. <laughs> then I you mean, got. I don't the, think any of them's worth that. But. You got the guy from Oklahoma go, went to US, uh, USC. Yeah, I mean that. these these you got your uh, you know you got your teams that it, it's it's a long shot, but 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 you know Oklahoma or Notre Dame could. I mean it's a long shot, but they could be in the Final Four. You know to you know to see, but and but you've left them. I just I'd kind of like, I'd kind of like to see Notre Dame win it all now. Really, <laughs> I I'm never a, thought I'd say that just because the guy <laughs> left. You know, they go in there and win everything. I'm telling you who I or, well the Cincinnati guy he's gone. Yeah, so, already. Uh, didn't he go to Notre Dame? He might have. I don't know. I'm they thinking, might be in the Final Four too, right? Well, they, they are. are. They are as of right They're now. Number four. Right now, yeah. Now they got to play Houston, who is like ten or eleven and one. Right. So that's not going to be no. That's not going to be a cakewalk, right? And then I tell you who I hope. I kind of wish that Cincinnati would get beat, and right. and Oklahoma State would win their championship. Uh, their championship, and then get moved up in that top in in the top four. Just have somebody completely different. different. I, mean, well, I mean, I watched I watched Oklahoma. I actually was uh, believe it or not, I went to that. I went. And watched Oklahoma State beat Miami last year. Mm. It's actually in attendance. Yeah, and uh, they were they're a good team. I mean, I, I don't know how I many they returned from last year to this year. Yeah, I don't but, either. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, I, I really, I kind of hope. I don't know how y'all feel about this, but I kind of hope that, that Ed Ogeron lands somewhere. I hope he doesn't. I mean, I just like to hear his conferences. I like to hear him talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, that I mean, is I funny. Think, I just think he's good for 
know, the sport you think be, he's yeah, good. being normal. I mean, you know, yeah. you think he could land an NFL job like assistant somewhere? Uh, I don't know. Um, no, I don't think he's cut out for that. No, but. I don't think that's you know just like the Dan Mullen guy down there, down there in Florida. I don't think he's a. I don't think he was a. You might see him in the NFL. I just don't see him. He's he's not a head coach type material. He may go back to, you know, what was he a defensive coordinator or something? Something like that. Well, yeah, old, like that. old Rich Rodriguez, he's back in the game now. Yeah, down there at Jacksonville State, there. Uh, Speedy's stomping grounds, right? You know, down in there. So, uh, of course, now Hugh Freeze at Liberty. Did you see what they've given him? They give him a raise. Four, uh, they signed him at four million dollars, son. Well, for next year, that's a year. Yeah, I believe that was a year. You know, for wow. I don't know how long, but see, he's the highest paid. Now they're going into a conference USA. Next year or the year after, they're going into Conference USA. But as of right now, he's the highest paid ever independent uh, coach for football. It says four right. million dollars annually. Annually, so, so if, I guess however many years he stays, yeah. we get. If he stays. Hey, listen, that's not a bad gig. No, no. I'd do this podcast for four million dollars a year. <laughs> I'd do it for two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Heck, give me give me seventy five thousand. I'd be all right. Yeah, you'd settle for that. Yeah, I'd settle for that. But oh uh, man, that's it cra- it's crazy that it's that. Of course, now Major League Baseball is shut down, so uh-huh. it'd be interesting to see what happens there. They kind of, but I mean, really, just talking, just us talking here. Man, they're making too much. I mean, to me, it's ridiculous the money that they, all these people make. Uh-huh. Yeah, to do what they do. I mean, a dog on a college football coach don't need to be making that kind of money. I mean, that's and those I, assistants. Well, I mean, the women, the women's basketball coach at South Carolina makes more than the football coach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm listen. I'm listen. I'm. <laughs> I know what you're saying, and there's no way they're bringing in that kind of money. It's just not in women's basketball. Yeah, you're right. It's it is amazing. I mean, I'm all for. Hey, listen, that's that's like we were talking about it, capitalism. Listen, I'm all yeah. for making money. If you can make it, like I said, now the scriptures tell you how you are to make it. You know, to make it honestly, of course, and what you to do with it and that kind of stuff. And uh, nothing against making it. Make all you can make. You know, I'm all for that. But like you said, it is amazing though that. I mean, like, like with Hugh Freeze and, 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 you know, and I'm, you know, Hey, listen, make it, Hugh, do it, baby, do it. Yeah. But I mean, $4 million a year to coach football. Uh, that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that is amazing. You know, well, like I mean, you we've, said, kid, we've kind of kidded about it before, but when you talk about, when you talk about idolatry and Lord sport, I guess, if you want to call it that, I mean, that's really ultimately at the end of the day, what it's turned into. I mean, you yeah. know, um, but it, is it going to change? Probably not. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. as long as people are watching it, which like I said, I'm not trying to, Hey, I love sports. I want to, you know, yeah. I love it. Want to watch it. Hope maybe watch some games this weekend or whatever. But, uh, but I mean, I, you know, there's, you know, the thing too, Kato is, I mean, there's high school coaches making over six yeah. figures. The, do- the oh, new, yeah. whoever the, you know, Dorman, what they're gonna get a new coach. He's gonna be making over six figures, ain't he? So and they're at Dorman. 
So, wow. I mean, you know, you got that throughout the country as well. I mean, they, they pay them, son. They pay them. And then, you know, I don't know if we ever talked about it or I asked your thoughts. What do you think about the now that Dave, you know, like the Alabama kid, you know, before he even threw the first ball, he already had a, a deal where he was making over a million dollars. Yeah. That's about, yeah. I mean, I mean, like you say, part of it's like, well, man, you know, they're going to profit off of him. I mean, if he can make it, make it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to, you know, like I said, I got to be for, I got to be for capitalism. I, I, got, yeah. I mean, that's what made the country. And, but uh, you have to think that somehow or the other, they're going to figure out there's going to be a few handful of teams going to figure out, well, you know, I'm going to make more money here. Or how does that work when the, when the offensive line, they know that the quarterback's making a couple million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe if I, if I'm the quarterback, I'm like, Hey guy, I'll tell you what I'm going to do here. I'm going to slip you. You make sure I don't get it tonight. You're going to get a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's what, that, that would be me. I don't know if that's how it works. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, I feel like I don't want to do that too. You know, I know it. I know it. Making sure I don't get plowed. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Well, Kato, man, we've come to another end of an episode. Yeah. I wish I had some of that coffee there for in the morning. Well, I tell you what, you get some order, they'll get it to you. I guarantee you that. And I and free, and I, free shipping for two bags, right? Yeah, and I guarantee you that you will uh, that you will uh, you will enjoy it as well. So. All right. Well, I'm ordering some as soon as I get to the house tonight. And you heard him say, hey, if you don't, send it back, money back, no questions asked. I like that. Hey, listen, again, be sure to check them out, Mission First Coffee. Uh, help dot help com. Help them out. I believe you'll like it if you get you some. And, like, and he even said, hey, it's a little expensive, but it is good. I'm telling you, it is good. Hey, Cato and Church uh, YouTube page, check it out. Got a new video up on it. I haven't uh, got a chance to watch it yet. Smoking pumpkin pies. Smoking it? pumpkin pies, buddy. Uh, right. you, people need to check that out. Uh, check out our Facebook page. Uh, email us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. I mean, just say hey, whatever. Cato and Church at gmail.com. And uh, just stay connected to the Facebook. We'll let you know when we're going to be on again. Uh, hopefully next week. So uh, we just appreciate you listening, taking time, whether you catch us live or if you catch it on a podcast platform. We just appreciate it. Cato, till next time, hey, listen, repent, believe the gospel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>